Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. And as always, I am so happy to have you join me. And I have an amazing guest to share with you today. Um, where we are going to talk about how she changed her life in a second because it wasn't serving her any longer. And every week, I hope that either myself or myself and a guest will educate you, empower you, and inspire you so you can live a fearlessly authentic life. Because if we're not living the life that we want to live, then usually we're not very happy and we're only here for a very short while. So, my attitude is take those risks, don't let fear stop you, and live that fearlessly authentic life. Um, but before we get started, um, I wanted to share something that I have been sharing with you every week, and that is how I went from eating purely animal protein in my food to now about 80% plant-based um, foods. And Recording it's really in progress. changed the way I feel. Um, and I wanted to share that with you. And I have a code that you can use. It's XOJody to save 20% on your first purchase. So what that involves is you can get meals prepared for you and delivered to your home. The, the meals are absolutely delicious. They're nutritious. And I never thought that eating plant-based meals could taste so good. They do have other products like their metabolism powder that I talk about a lot also. Um, but just wanted to share this with you because I would like for you to try it on me. Get your 20% off. XO Jody, go to sakara.com. That's S-A-K-A-R-A.com. XO Jody to save 20%. And also, because I usually forget please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Fearlessly Authentic on Apple Podcasts. Okay, so here we go. Kelly Brock is my guest today. Kelly, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm honored. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you. I'm so honored to have you here as well because I know we have so much to talk about. Your journey is something that I think a lot of women and men may be thinking about doing, um, but don't have the guts to do it. And they're letting fear stop them. So a little information about Kelly. Um, her name is Kelly Brock. She is an entrepreneur and she empowers women to work their business with her whole human approach. Kelly was in network network marketing for 10 years, was extremely successful but it was a hustle. She was addicted to achievement. She has overcome that addiction. And she is now helping other women, as she did for herself, approach their business with the whole human approach. And we're going to talk about that approach um, because it is helping so many entrepreneurs that didn't know how successful they could be 
with that kind of approach. Mm-hmm. And it comes from the heart when yeah. you say versus the hustle. 100%. It's this, uh, you know, it sounds sweet. It sounds like this great approach that everyone would love to take, but it's, it's one that scares the hustler. It scares the achiever. We go, but I know how to predict my success if I do it the way I've been doing it. And, uh, you know, it took, took my own breakdown and uh, burn down of my body for me to, you know, stick my fork in the ground and say that I'm going to do it differently. And I knew that I wasn't the only one. So I'm honored to be here to talk about it because it's something that matters. So I want to get into your whole human approach, but before we do that, I think it's important for everybody listening to understand the perspective, where it came from, what you went through. So let's go back to when you got involved in network network marketing, um, unless you want to start a little bit before that, what brought you in there? What drew you to that? Because network marketing is a big, big business these days. Yeah. Yeah. So I was 22 mm-hmm. when I started my business and uh, met a friend and her mom at the coffee shop and they recruited me and I was like, sounds great. Let's do it. Um, I recruited into a company that did skincare and cosmetics. And at first that was this thing that held me back, but entrepreneurship was something that I feel like I was meant for. Um, I remember having my first couple jobs and even internships and the thought of staying at a nine to five every single day made me feel like I was suffocating. I, I just knew it wasn't a part of my design. It's so funny. I, even in college, I was like waxing people's eyebrows. I was like, always had these little side hustles that I created. So I, I knew that I had inventive ideas all along. And so when network marketing fell into my lap, I just thought, man, this could be it. This is, could be where I have the success uh, blueprint given to me. So I know what to do so that I can be successful for myself. And, um, you know, yeah, I started building my business in six months. I, ended up earning my first free car with the company, had become a leader in the company, spent the next nine and a half years being um, a top leader for the company, went on top trips, was on a billboard in New York City, Times Square, twice um, Mm -hmm. representing my company, top trips, you know, all of those things. So I, I loved the advancement opportunities that came with network marketing. Unfortunately, on the other side of that was with anything, it was a beautiful space that fostered my ambitious addiction. Mm-hmm. They told me how to win. They, they clapped for me on the way. And I was like, yes, make me feel important. And I kept chasing these, you know, constant deadlines. And it ended up, uh, you know, blowing up in my face. Yeah, the recognition, the achievement, was it when you got involved in this business, it sounds like it fit everything you were looking for, the freedom, the flexibility. You can work as hard or as little bit yeah. as you want, whatever works into your life. And you went into it 110%. Yeah. And you were making the money, but was it the recognition that was more important or was the money and the recognition and the achievement all at the same level of importance to you? Yeah, that's that's a great question. So I was absolutely motivated by the fact am I making impact? Like are people literally telling me that I'm mattering? 
I've just always known, like, I'm not going to live a, a small or surface life. Like, I want my dash to count, right? So I've always been looking for a way to make what I do in my life matter. And I found that in network marketing. Lots of people were saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, right? And then also they were every 30 days, every 60 days, every 90 days telling me a new way I could win. And I got um, you know, admiration and adoration for that. And I was able to stand on stages. And so it was feeding for sure the achievement uh, piece in me. It's funny. I didn't realize how motivated I was with that until I started hearing how little I was making at times. And I was going, why am I working so hard? Or why am I dying at this expense? Or why am I living with a husband who's feeling frustrated with how consumed I am and asking me to put down my phone and get in my priorities and pay attention? And I kept putting him off. I remember being like, if he would freaking just be supportive of me, we could get where we needed to go and then everything would be great. I had this let me just do this one more goal. Let me just do this one more deadline. Let me just get through this next launch. Let me just get through this next promotion. And then I'll stop working on Sundays. And then I'll stop taking, you know, texts at 11 o'clock at night. And then I'll stop, you know, uh, per- redoing our plans for other people. I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to how out of line I really was. I totally understand how you felt because for a short period of my life, I was involved in network marketing and I actually, um, you know, missed out on a relationship um, because I was so obsessed with the recognition mm-hmm. and the achievement, not necessarily the money was like the last thing. I mean, it mattered, yeah. but the adoration, the mm-hmm. admiration, the achievement, recognition. I mean, I competed for 10 years in fitness shows and all I really cared about was that I got that trophy, which cost $14. You know, I, people would say to me, well, it costs a lot of money. Yeah. Like in a year, it probably cost me $30,000 to compete in these fitness shows Mm -hmm. flying all over the country. But all I cared about was that I worked hard and people saw me. It was about being seen. So that's why I asked you about the money versus the achievement versus the recognition, because as you said, I I understand that as well, that you could neglect everything around you where they're all way they want to be seen by you. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. If I just get to this one, let me just sign up Mm -hmm. this one woman and her whole family. And then I'm going to ask her to sign up (laughs) her cousins and her dog. And I actually, you know, I still get calls like that from people who are in network marketing. And I'm like, I just shut it down because that's not me anymore. So I totally understand. And I'm sure there are so many people listening right now that understand and sympathize with what you went through. Um, so when you were, when you were going through this and you were getting all of this, let's just call it attention. Um, but you weren't, and you were just asking your husband, please just be patient with me, please Mm -hmm. just one more time, one more time. So what happened on that fateful night, Mm -hmm. you're backstage fixing your makeup. I saw the beautiful picture of you. What happened? It's 10 years later, right? Yeah. Yeah. So been building my business for 10 years and I had had my most successful year ever. We had had the most revenue we'd ever made in our business. We had more leaders advance. You know, I had a lot of reasons to celebrate and we fa- I found myself 
um, waiting backstage for to go on, to, on stage to be celebrated, to celebrate my team. And it was the night before my daughter's fourth birthday. And I remember thinking, I don't care. I don't care if I have my moment on stage right now. I don't care if I get that diamond ring at the end of this stage. I don't care if anyone sees me. I don't care if I have my picture taken. All of a sudden, I was feeling like I have to get home that this was my moment to say, this is not the life I want to be living. And so I waited and waited and waited, hoping that my moment would be called to be called on the stage. And it didn't happen because I ran to the hotel, picked up my uh, luggage, went to the airport and flew a red eye home and was the first thing my daughter saw when she woke up on her birthday. And for me, That was a revolution for me because I had constantly been renegotiating my priorities, constantly saying, after this one, I'll slow down. After this goal, after this accomplishment, after this amount of money, after this whatever, then I'll finally be the woman I want to be. And I sat there thinking, when? Because as soon as I get home, as soon as I hit this goal, they're going to give me a new challenge. They're well, going to give me a new And you're going to take it on. You're going to you're going to take, take it, it on, on because yep. that's the kind of person you are. Right. You as soon as your plate is empty, you're like, "Okay, give it to me. Give it to Literally. me. Give it to me." Right. You I know, and I, I understand that. It was hard because I am both ambitious and a woman who wants to be aligned. You you can't just make me a stay-at-home mom and me feel like I have satisfied the desire uh, that's inside of me. So I went home going, there's got to be a freaking way. I'm just not doing it this way anymore. Because I didn't just spend a couple months doing this. I spent right. 10 years, right. 10 years of going, this is as far as it's gotten me doing it this one way, which is giving myself over completely to building success. You know, th- a lot of people say, you know, work work today so you can live tomorrow. I, I lived that. And I was like, I, I think that's a lie. I think well, there's a way we can live and work at the same time. I, I think you're right. I know you're right because I know that I've lived that. When I was in network marketing, I thought to myself the same attitude. And I wasn't in it as deep as you were because I was only in it for, I don't know, five years where I was really crushing it. And um, I thought the same thing. Everybody, it's it's sort of the Kool-Aid you drink, right? Right. Um, it's sort of that, I know you're involved in CrossFit, not to go over to CrossFit, but it's the Kool-Aid. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's always the Kool-Aid. And we drink it for a while and then we're like, mm, done. Because as you said, you also are a woman who wants to feel aligned mm-hmm. with her mind, body, and soul. Right. And this was not, it probably took you those 10 years of, of being pulled and torn between what you wanted, and then being with your family. Of course, that's what you want as well, providing and so on. Where does it stop? So it, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, that was my moment of saying no more, like line in the sand. I won't act this way ever again. But that's because I'd gotten to a point where my body actually had started to shut down. Over that last year, I'd started to develop anxiety and depression. And I remember when people talked about anxiety before, I was like, why are you anxious? Like, 
I thought that meant people couldn't go out of the house, that they were afraid of things. And I started working and all of a sudden I would be like, I'm so out of breath or I couldn't fall asleep at night. My mind would race. And I remember sitting up in bed, like literally pushing down on the the mattress just to get a full breath. It was Mm. like, I couldn't rest. And then I started to find that I was getting mental fog. I was like, why can't I remember things? Like what's wrong with me? Then I started to feel unmotivated and I started to feel like I was broken. Like something was like, what the heck is wrong with me? I really it sounds, just, it's what yeah. you just described. Sounds like most women who are around my age, right? <laughs> Brain fog, a lot unmotivated, of tired. Right. <laughs> right, right. So you were way too young to be feeling that way. By the way, right. I don't really feel that way every day, but right. yes, I get it, you know, and it's, so, that wasn't your norm. No, it was not my norm. And I remember going to these doctors being like, Hey, just wanted to like address this. These symptoms are coming up and they were like, I think you have anxiety and depression. And I was like, uh, er, nope. Okay. Next doctor. I not went to me. Three, not me. I was like, listen, finally the third doctor, I went to three different doctors because I was refusing to even identify with that because I, and they, this doctor said, I think you are anxious and depressed. And I said, listen, I'm not in bed. I'm not crying. I'm not, not, I'm not afraid to go out of my house. What I thought anxiety, depression was very different than what, how it was showing up with me. Mm. I had smiling depression. I had high functioning anxiety. I thought about my business 24 seven. I thought the way that I achieved and was always unwilling to rest was like my super achiever in me. It was the fact that I had so much spinning in my mind. My body started to revolt against me and, and stopped working. And the truth is I am so grateful for that because if it had not been for my body stopping me and saying, we don't work anymore, I, w- I wouldn't have slowed down. And so my hope now is that I can save other women from that breakdown that I had to go through where I ran away from my career and business, where I had to stop everything in my body and figure out what was happening. I, I hope to save them from that because those Jody, I had been seeing the smoke in all areas of my life for a while. And when the smoke would come in, you guys know what smoke means, right? It's like, oh, this uncomfortable moment. And you go, We're trying to like, blow let's, it away. let's just blow it away. Yep. Okay. H- husband's happy now. Oh, I should look at those finances. Like, oh, I, I know I'm not really making enough money, but maybe after this next promotion and oh, that authentic, that leadership, that really didn't feel authentic to me. That's not how I speak, but like, let me just like do it this way. Cause they say I should, you know, mm-hmm. and I would do these little things that were these small, tiny little gestures, but that was the way I lost myself. They were, they were small, tiny. They were like little red flags that you saw, like in the, you're like, there they are, there they are, but I'm, I'm just going to look the other way. Absolutely. I I think so many of us do that when Mm -hmm. our life isn't going, isn't aligned with what we want. I think so many times we disregard those red flags, I'm guilty of it. For sure. And the same thing, you know, same thing has happened to me. And I think a lot of people listening can understand that and relate to your body just going, I'm not working for you anymore. You got to figure out something new for us to function healthily, healthfully. But you know what? For me, I was so out of tune with myself. I was so unaware that every time that happened, I would be like annoyed. I'd be like, oh gosh, that was annoying. And then I'd move on. 
oh, that was annoying. Like all these things were distractions from my goal, from getting me where I needed to be in order to feel uh, important and to feel successful. And so what I was not saying to myself, which is where there's smoke, there's fire. Hello, a fire doesn't stop burning. It gets bigger. And so what ended up happening for me was my body stopped me. Um, and it made me stop and take what I now call a whole human approach to business because I stopped at this last doctor and I remember him saying this to me and I said, listen, I wasn't always this way, which means if I put this on me, I can take this off me. And that may be the achiever in me. I remember my husband being like, Kelly, would you just take the drugs? Like, can we just like, yes, stop working so hard. And and you're like, no, I, no, I got to own this. I got to own I have to it. own this. I right. own everything else. And I just was like, I don't want to identify with this for the rest of my life. I don't want to just accept it or numb it. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not pro or not pro for medicine. I just knew that this was something I had allowed in me. What I started to address was every part of my whole. I started to look at my marriage. I started to look at my finances. I started to look at the way I spoke about my life, I started to look at the boundaries I set. I started to look with the people I spent time with. And I started looking at every area and understanding that it mattered. And I took this more holistic approach. I've always been really obsessed with how people work. And when I had this happen to me, I decided to take a very positive approach and like, I'm going to figure this out. We're going to figure out what's making me break so we can figure out what's making me tick because I knew that this was not just a me story. Right. Because so many people struggle with this men and women, and it might be more women because we put so much on us, you know, family, career, Mm -hmm. everything, taking care of our parents, whatever the situation is and breaking it down. And I know you and I have talked about this. We're similar in that way where we have to have our ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. And if one duck is out of the row, it just kind of messes everything up. And maybe that's the alignment there. But also, it's really important for you to understand why is this happening and how can I stop it from continuing, like putting that fire out, right? Right, right. And never never letting this happen again or not to this degree. You'll be more aware of it. And that right. must have been... a so when you started going through that journey of discovering everything, that whole human mm-hmm. about yourself, that was that must have been very, very um, revealing to how you wanted to set your intentions for your business, which would affect your life. Oh my gosh. So when this started, I've always been someone who's been willing to talk about things about five seconds after it happens. <laughs> it's probably not a great thing, but it has made me a very trustworthy leader because I started sharing on social media uh, vulnerably what I was experiencing and these symptoms. And I had women coming out of the woodworks, women in my company, women in other network marketing companies, top executives in my uh, network in corporate. I mean, they were all going, me too. What do we do? And so it gave me even more desire to say like, 
oh my gosh, it's not, I'm not broken alone that so many of us are dealing with this. And I think for women from a young age, Jody, we are shown so quickly what we need to do to love, to be loved and to belong. And it is one of our core desires as humans to, to be loved and to belong. And so what women end up doing is they start walking into rooms saying, who do I need to be here to fit? Right? Totally. Do, we, do we talk like this? Are we funny? Are we athletic? Are we, oh, we don't care about things. Oh, no, we only eat green foods. Like We end up figuring out. And again, we start bending. And so when I started having this awakening and was talking about it, I started to ask myself these big questions about my life. Like, what do I want? If this isn't the way I want to do it, what do I want? What would that look like? And I was like, shit, I don't know what I want. Why don't I know what I want? And it was because it had been years since I had asked myself a question without a container on it, without it being filtered through, it has to be this company, or it has to be this way, or it has to make my family happy in these ways. And so I started to go like, I am so disconnected with myself. And I started to win myself back by asking these powerful questions and taking these steps. And even the question of what do I want? I was like, why don't I know what I want? And I think so many women lack vision for their lives because we first lack sight. We haven't seen outside the box that we've committed ourselves to for the last however many years, right? right. So we many like, of us don't even know what right. we want. We walk around with those blinders on and we decide that this is the way I'm going to live my life. Right. And then you're in that box. I talk about that box all the time. You're in that box and you're confined and defined by the box you've put yourself in. Right. And you're like knocking on the top. Can I get out? Can I get out? You don't know right. where you're going to go when you get out. But that's scary as hell. But it's yeah. also an amazing journey of beauty and strength and discovering who you want to be. Yeah. But it's it's hard, you know, and sometimes a lot of people want to just stay in that box because it's easier. It's not as scary. They don't want to take the risk. And that's okay if it works for them, but it didn't work for you. No. And, and I don't think it's working for them either. I think that they are satisfied with what they're calling a comfort zone. Right. But it's not a comfort zone. It's just familiar. And that's where I was when it was devastating for me to start to wake up for the fact that I might want something different than I've been saying I wanted for forever. And that scared me because that meant I might be rejected, that people Mm. might not be okay with me. I mean, Jody, I wasn't just like hashtag loved, you know, by a couple people. I had hundreds, thousands of people who knew me in one way. And I thought, I'll die Mm -hmm. if I don't belong to them anymore, if I don't fit with them anymore. And I had to start to realize that the chains of familiarity were exactly that. They were keeping me locked. And I knew I wanted something more because this wasn't fitting anymore. I think you can just as powerfully be called to something as called away. And I had to recognize this didn't fit anymore. And that was scary. That's a huge awakening. You used the word awakening before, and it was an awakening for you. And I think so many people aren't either aware of the awakening or, again, you know, 
like you were, you weren't looking at those red flags. And that was, it was like, wake up, wake up, wake up. And then finally you woke up. And so we're here to say, ladies, men, whoever is listening, recognize those red flags, recognize that somebody's trying to wake you up and um, change, change the direction of where you think you should be going. So we are going to finish talking about this. We have to go to a break in just a second, and we will be back with Kelly Brock and talking about her whole human business. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you in a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, Following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code PODCAST to get 25% off. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Welcome back, everybody, to Fearlessly Authentic. And I am here with my guest, Kelly Brock. And we are talking about how she left a very successful business and went through the journey of really figuring out what she wanted, which was something she had forgotten to ask herself. So we were talking during the break about whether you are leaving a relationship or 
leaving a job, um, leaving a fr- leaving a friendship, you know, any type of relationship, personal or professional, it's kind of scary because we tend to be and stay in familiar places, maybe places that don't challenge us. And Kelly had this awakening. She had some, you know, little red flags telling her, but sort of ignored them. So Kelly, when you finally decided to leave and you finally decided that, okay, I, you didn't know what kind of business you were going to start, but take us through that, like how you went from not knowing to maybe knowing, or did you never, when did you know? Yeah. So I agree. I think what I'm talking about here is a breaking up with any part of our identity. So mine happened to be this way of doing business in this particular business, but no matter what you're walking away from, your new life is always going to cost you your old one. And I just want to remind people of that. It is going to cost you something. You will have to give it up. I I think so many people just hope that it like drifts into this next version and you're stuck in patterns and you have to make a decision that you're going to start asking yourself these big questions about your life so that you can find out who you really are. And so for me, I again, started waking up and just saying, okay, this thing, this way isn't fitting for me. So then I started to ask myself if I was to live this incredible life, if I was to show up as the best version of myself, what would that look and feel like? So if anybody's listening, you should take notes because it's literally how I changed my life because I started to write that down and I wrote it down in scenes. I was like, I wrote down how I saw myself walking down the stairs in the morning and how I saw my husband coming across the room to kiss me because we're still madly in love with each other. Like I started painting how I was an intentional and exceptional mom, that I was a successful businesswoman. I said, I see myself on stages, even though I didn't know what the stages were and what I was saying, but I knew I was speaking to women, right? Mm -hmm. So I just, even if the vision was unclear, I started to take what I could get and write it down as best that I could. Yeah, you need to chip away at something. Exactly. It could be the tiniest, most minuscule thing, but take that and try to build upon it, right? Right, right. Yeah. And, and, and because sometimes thing, we come up blank. Right. And I'm like, well, again, I was like, uh, what, what do I want? Right. And another thing, if someone is finding themselves where I was at that point going, okay, I literally don't know how to move forward. Cause I don't know what I want. I journaled every single night. Where did I lean in? Where did I light up today? I started to actually notice where did my physical body lean in? Where did I find myself being like, oh my gosh, my girlfriend Jody has this radio show. That would be so cool. Write it down. Oh my gosh, I had this great conversation with someone at a coffee shop. That was, I know I mattered to her. Write it down. I started to pay attention to the things that I naturally had energy for. I think that's an amazing tool. I'm sorry. Like I love, I love that. We've talked about that. I need to work on that more. Um, This is one of my, (laughs) this is, as Kelly knows, this radio show is like one of the biggest things that light me up besides my yes. kids and everything else. But right, that is such a great tool, but you need to be diligent, consistent, yes. and committed to doing that, right? Yeah. Yes. And it was like, listen, it was chicken scratch at night. I was like, mm-hmm. what did I like about today? Where did I lean in? Where did I light up? Because most of us are dissatisfied with our lives, not because, you know, 
we don't love parts of it. It's we're not doing things that are meant for us that make us come alive, that bring out the brilliance in us. We don't even know what that is because we've all gotten accustomed to fitting somewhere and conditioning ourselves. So I started to pay attention to that. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I love to speak. I love to be authentic. I love to help women. And so I started to see a silver lining in that. And the next part of this is super crucial. I started to really get clear on that vision. And every single day I would say, here's this vision of me. And I would look at it every single morning. Um, and I would say, and how will I show up as her today? Wow. So every morning I was writing this thing that said, I'm an intentional and exceptional wife. Well, Kel, how are you going to show up as her today? Because the truth is my husband pissed me off that his frying pan was still in the sink and I'm going, I'm intentional and exceptional. <laughs> so it was never something I felt like doing. Again, same, same with, is true with business. Right. I was affirming that I was someone who was growing with peace and ease and flow. So every time I felt like I wanted to push, I had to pause and go, Kel, that's not what we said we were going to do anymore. So I changed my identity by repping out this new version of her. That's really, and that's really hard. And I'm glad you used the word repping because we both work out and um, we're both coaches and thinking about it as a workout Mm -hmm. because we have to work out our brain, right? So it's the same consistency to keep our bodies healthy, Mm -hmm. to keep our brain and our, and our, our visions healthy. If we don't stay committed and keep repping those out then we're never going to hit that goal. I know. And I know just like I'm sure your clients and most humans, like, let's be honest, we would like a shortcut, but we think changing our lives sometimes happens in these big gestures. It's not. It was the decision to go to the gym. It was the decision not to yell at your kids. It was the decision not to be frustrated with your husband about the frying pan. It was the decision not to kill yourself for that one goal. It is those little baby weights that end up as five pounders and 10 pounders. And then you're squatting 250, you know, and you're going, look at what I can handle with ease. You repped it out. I was just talking to somebody recently about um, how she was on vacation with her family. And she's like, her kids are teenagers, 12 and 14. I'm not going to yell at my children, (laughs) daughters during this vacation. And I'm not going to get frustrated with my husband. And she said she had an amazing trip, Mm -hmm. but that was her taking those steps. It was a commitment to do that. So how long did it take you as you're going through this journey to actually start that business and start having an impact Mm -hmm. on other women's lives? So honestly, that question and how did I show up as her today? That was me repping it out. So I in my vision, saw myself as a a leader who spoke out loud, who spoke truth, who taught people things. So I started showing up online, doing those things. I started creating posts, getting in my stories, you know, doing collaborations with people to add value because I saw that best version of me doing that on a consistent basis. Well, it started allowing me to gain this following of people who were tuned into my message. And they were literally just waiting for me to say, where are you going to hold space for all of us? Because they were like, we're, we're needing all the answers that you're providing. You're helping us so much. And so it ended up being, uh, for me, I feel like I started repping her out for about 90 days. 90 days. Mm-hmm. Right. right. I That's started usually... showing up as her consistently. 
And when I finally took the leap, um, I walked away from my entire career, like quit was like, I don't, I, I don't need anything, no customers, nothing. I walked away completely in order to move exclusively forward with this. And That's so brave. It was the scariest yeah. thing I ever did. And I'll never forget sitting at the kitchen table telling my husband, I'm like, that's when I found you, you know, that's when oh. I found you was that, that post. Was that post. No and I thought, way. who is this woman? Cause wow. I saw you through somebody, through somebody, through somebody, right. through somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, who is this Kelly Brock person? And then I saw that post and yes. it, I'm like, I need to know who she is. She's brave. Like, it, what is she talking yes. about? So we sat at this, at our, I'll never forget this wooden kitchen table that we had in our, our old home. And we were talking about money and we were just talking about how things were going. And I was just like, Josh, I can stay a little longer. Like I, I can, I can stay here. I'll make it work. Maybe a couple more months, a couple more paychecks. And he was like, I just want you back. Mm. All of you back. Oh. And I said, with that, I cried at the kitchen table and I thought, why do I want this? Like, why can't I just be happy? Like everybody else seems to be here. And I literally had my mourning. I mourned the fact that I had changed and I didn't fit anymore. And that next morning we got up and spoke to each other and I said, a date. And I said, I'm going to walk away. And he said, okay. And I remember the, that was days after that conversation and him being like, oh my gosh, like, how are we really going to do this? I mean, I was the breadwinner in our family. And um, I looked at him, I said, we're not going to want for anything. I know it. I, ha- I have a piece, this is all understanding. This is what I'm supposed to, to do. And I'm supposed to cut it off. My first course and had over 30 women say yes. And that I share that because I, was a, I know that I was a leader worth following because I had been wanting them to win and save themselves and find a better way, way before I was ever looking to, to make this my career. I, I wanted it for them because no one understands what it's like until you felt it to, to rest your head on the pillow at night and not even be happy with yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been there. We've all been there and it's just being honest and making those changes, but it's not so easy. So these, you, you told these women I'm here for you. Let's do this. And, and I'm willing to give myself over to it and let's go. And it began the most successful year of my career. And the, I don't even recognize myself in the last year and a half, the, the growth that I've had. And I really love that I've had so much flow and success and abundance come to me by doing it in this approach because I'm able to duplicate it for other women. They're all afraid. They're going, how could working less equal more money? How could holding, not holding my business so tightly equal more you know, peace? Like they have such fear and we just start to break up with one pattern at a time. We just start to ask one big question and find these answers that are inside of them. And it's funny, Jody, because most of the women want me to tell them the secrets to my success so that they can just lather, rinse, repeat it. And instead, I just ask them the big powerful questions and I make them find their own answers inside of them because I can't tell you how to be the best you. And right. we, we would love the shortcut that comes from that, but we will never have that internal fulfillment that comes if we aren't just being the best selves that we can be. 
And it's been exciting to watch Walked Out. And I think a lot of people don't have the patience. Like you said, they just want to repeat, 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 but you're never going to be living that fulfilling life, right? that fully aligned, as you say, a whole human approach to business. Right. It won't be there. You won't right. be able to put your head down on the pillow and fall asleep. Instead, your mind will be spinning and you'll feel, you, you'll feel anxious and you won't have those relationships with the people you want to have. Right. And so this it's funny, this whole human approach kind of came about because I'm teaching women to to build business and and do it in a more aligned and authentic way for themselves. So that's how you would define, just so everybody's listening, whole human human approach is really alignment, right? Yeah, it's alignment, but it's also holding space Mm -hmm. for the fact that we're allowed to be leaders and a work in progress. I love that. Because most of the ambitious women that I lead, they are constantly facing some condition that they're like, if my parents weren't sick or if the kids weren't home for school, or if it wasn't COVID, or if I wasn't hormonal this week, or if the dog didn't just throw up, there's always this thing that is keeping them in their mind from their best selves. And they break themselves apart internally. I I mean, I see it in fitness, you know, in my studio, I see it all the time. If, 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 and I know all I'm these probably conditions. guilty. Yeah, I know. Right. I I was probably guilty of it too. Now I have no more ifs. So <laughs> it's it's wonderful when you don't have any more ifs. But right. sometimes you wish, oh, could I have one little if? But I totally understand what you're saying, and you've given them that freedom. I love, I love how you said that. I think that's so important, and I think so many people don't leave that space yeah. for themselves. Well, not even space, but the self compassion, the right. acceptance, because. Again, we're always saying these conditions of when this thing happens, then I can be happy. Or if these things weren't happening, then I'd be more successful. That's called life. Right. And what ends up costing most entrepreneurs, if if anyone's listening to me, like, ooh, turn up the volume. Okay. Because this is important. Anyone ambitious, what usually costs them the things that they want most is themselves. It is them getting out of the emotional, it is their emotional uh, reel that takes them, that costs them, that gives them more deficit in their relationships, or it's the binging that happens because of the emotions they felt with their eating. It's the way that they self-sabotage with procrastination because of how they're feeling. So I teach these women how to have what I called um, re-engagement. How can we just actually start to pay attention to ourselves and our feelings? Let's just go ahead and give ourselves what we need so we can recover faster. The, the most successful athletes, they're not more successful just because they have super talents. They know how to recover faster. They lose less time in getting back into the game. They lose less time in stepping back in to practice their sport. Same with entrepreneurs. It's the time that we lose it's the um, deficit that we cost ourselves because we're being human. So if we can just treat ourselves like humans in the process, I find my the women I lead literally learn how to hold better space for themselves. They are more resilient. They are more compassionate and also massively profitable. And productive. And productive. Right. So how do you... So you're now coaching these women. You have this very successful business working it the way it works for you and teaching other women to do the same thing. How do you, what do you do when 
you feel frustrated or you get disappointed. I mean, you're not like superwoman, even though you are superwoman, (laughs) but you know, you do have your down days. What happens to Kelly Brock when she's feeling disappointed or sad or that's so good, you know? Yeah. Just unmotivated. Maybe I'm uh, all of those things have probably happened to me this week and I pay attention. So the first thing is when those feelings come up for me, what I used to do, I used to uh, wear a badge of honor that was like, I have such great emotional management because I'm never feeling my feelings. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, like, that's actually not healthy, Kelly. I didn't know that. Now I pay attention. It's like, I'm feeling out of breath or I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I stop and I go, okay, pay attention. What am I feeling? Feeling overwhelmed. Kelly, why are you feeling overwhelmed? I'm feeling overwhelmed because there's too much on my plate. What do I need right now? What I need is a break. What I need is a hug. What I need is to step outside and get some sunshine. All of a sudden, I have just been my own answer to my own problem. And so instead of me going, I'm not going to pay attention to that and I'll just put it down. And it ends up being this explosion that happens in my relationship later, right? Or I end up going to get what I need. And my, the, my clients have watched me walk this out where I've shown up in a room and been like, I'm going to be honest, this is what I'm dealing with today. What I need is for you all to know that so you can just hold space while I lead in the best way I can. That has given them permission to say, I'm allowed to lead and be a work in progress. I'm allowed to ask myself what's important and get what I need. And because of that, I, I, I have the healthiest, happiest, most abundant life. Uh, Jody. I chase one thing now. And it's that I be resting my head on my pillow at night saying I'm really doing it. That I'm not just bullshitting the world with a highlight reel out front, bringing them in and having to put a mask on. I'm going, I'm really being her all day long that I'm not missing my moments of living the life I actually want to live. I just, I'm unwilling to do that or contribute to that like crap that's out there. I'm just not willing. Yeah, that's a great feeling. And yeah. being really authentic and true to who you are, I think so many of us, and I've done it myself, like put a one persona out there mm-hmm. when I'm not really feeling it that day or that week. Um, and it's it's difficult to find that balance. But again, once you are, once we are living that truly authentic life, then we can do anything. We really can do anything. It's a very empowering feeling. And, you know, and as my intro to the show was, I was always afraid to take risks. I was always afraid of, you know, I I felt like I need to stay in that comfort zone and we don't need to because that's when the greatness happens and it is a journey. And we, maybe none of us want to hear that it's going to take time, but it always takes time for Mm -hmm. us to get there. And we're going to step backwards a few more times before we step forward. Mm-hmm. So for the women that are struggling with that right now, what would you say to them? I would say the first thing that's important that you do is take a good look at yourself. I think there are so many women who are just unwilling to look at themselves. 
because it scares us to be honest about who we really are and how we're showing up. And it makes us feel smaller than that. But what I want to let you know is that when you start to have self-awareness and it's actually something that's empowering because you're able to stop hiding parts of you. Um, You're able to see the truth and find real solutions. And I know it feels scary and hard, um, but people can't take away from you your internal peace. And that's something you start to get when you're happy in your own skin, when you're proud of how you've shown up, when you've when you're proud of how you've handled conflict, when you're someone who's not shying away. Listen, most of the world is sleepwalking through their lives. For you to not be a sleepwalking human right now, congratulations. You're way ahead of the rest of the world. Be freaking proud of yourself and do it again tomorrow. And then just do it again tomorrow. It, the things that broke you in the beginning will be your default at some point and you'll be proud of yourself. Yeah, that's really, that's really, really good advice. Again, harder than we think. Yeah. But I, I believe that anything worth reaching, achieving is worth the hard work. Put in that hard work and you'll see the results. You know, it doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen by itself. Um, The hardest part is taking that look at ourselves in the mirror so we are almost out of time. It's crazy. I, um, I thank you so much for being on the show. If um, people want to reach you, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah. So I spend a ton of time on Instagram. So it's Kelly Brock um, on Instagram. I'm always in the DM. So please reach out. If you listen to this message, I would love to hear how it resonated with you. Um, you can also go to my website, Kelly Brock Co. And um, everything about the programs and the way that I'm able to support and encourage women um, is all on there. So I would love to connect for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, thank you for listening in. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Fearlessly Authentic on Apple Podcasts. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.